beautiful eye, beautiful eye, beautiful eye, beautiful eye. Hi, hi, hi. So, I'm gonna read you some bedtime stories tonight. Except I'm actually just going to make them up because these are the books that I have and I'm not sure um, if the rights are out to them yet. And I also can't see with these new contacts in. So, um, the irony. Okay, so I'm going to start off with this fish, that fish, this other fish, and that fish. This is the book we're reading. It's by Mrs. Claus. And we're also going to be reading this Kirby adventure book. Well, he's gonna go on a lot of different adventures. He's gonna go on so many adventures, holy shit. Okay, we're gonna put this one to the side and let's start with this fish, that fish, okay? Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. And hopefully I can help you sleep. fish, that fish, the other fish, and the other fish. This fish, that fish, one, two, three, four, five fish. There are five little fishies swimming in the ocean. And then more came to, oh, let me show you. And then more came to join them. This one had a baby with this guy. But then this guy over here was really upset about it because this fish is actually this fish's ex and he was really, really upset because this used to be his best friend, but then he got with his wife and they had a baby and all he ever wanted was to live happily with her, but they broke up, they broke up, they broke up. Okay. But then this guy who has the little star here casts magical wishes and so this guy went over to this guy's house and was like, help me, help me get, help me get my beautiful fish, Wanda. I want her back, I want her back. And I want her baby deleted from existence. And then the star said, you must first solve my riddles three. And so this guy, this guy right here, he zoomed away to go solve the riddles. The first riddle, was to talk to these two big boys here. It's not really a riddle. I guess it was more like missions. He had to solve some quests, so. So he went to these little big boys here. His first quest was to get one fin from the yellow one and one fin from the blue one. So he tried, but they slapped him away. Pop, 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 pop him away, they slapped him away. You can't have our fins. What are you talking about? That would cause us a great pain. So, he then set out on another mission. He set out on another mission. He said, fine, if I can't take their fins, I'll take this big boy's little yellow hat. But he, in order to do that, he had to trick this big boy into thinking that he was a little boy and that the little boy needed a hat for his little sister for Christmas. So the little boy, who was really the fish that wants his wife back, went up to the big boy and said, hey, can I, can, 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 can I have your hat? Can I have your hat? I want to give it to my little sister for Christmas. But this guy over here knew what he was up to. And so he was like, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. He's actually trying to fool you. So let's see what happened next. 
So then they had a whole bunch of these guys come over to try and attack the little boy because they knew that he wasn't actually a little boy. He was actually the fish. So they came to attack him. And the entire land got together and uh, an entire army of different creatures to fight this fish who was really, well, to fight the little boy who was really a fish. They got an army together and they were plotting war. But the little boy fish said, no, me and my little sister are actually going to run away and get on top of this thing. But this thing said, no, I'm leaving. So they instead hitched a ride on the back of this guy. And that guy turned into this guy, and he was like, oh my god, what am I going to do with all of these weird fingers? I don't know what to do. Let me count how many fucks I give. And so that's what he's doing here. Let's see how many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven, 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 eleven. eleven. It's eleven, eleven. Make a wish. So the little boy fish ventured off. Now he's on a camel because the flying thing turned into a camel. Oh no, my eyelash. Whatever. So the flying thing turned into a camel and now he's on it, but they needed reinforcements because of the army that the other people were, for were forming. So they got some friends. These are all actually fish that turned into humans for the sake of the war. Let's see what happens next. I'm gonna skip a few pages. We can keep going, it's fine. Now word was getting around. So Bertha over here was like, I gotta tell Dave. Dave, look what's happening. Our entire world is in turmoil because one fish wanted his wife back. And Dave is like, excuse me, I'm in the middle of something here. So if you could just call me back later, thanks. word got around so quickly that this guy's earwax started to fly away to go tell more people what was going on. And then this guy got involved. This guy is one of the richest dudes in the land. So this guy went and said, look, I'll fund the war, but I first have to see who looks like is gonna win because that's who I want to fund, right? So he's doing some yoga to clear his mind, clear, clear his mind and see if he can find out who's gonna win the war. A bigger army, now they're getting sheep involved. This is the army of the guy who doesn't want his wife stolen, not the guy who turned himself into a little boy. This is the, the other guy's army. He's getting a lot of reinforcements here. Ah, ah, now, they're, now they're really fighting. Now they're really fighting. This, this is the baby. This is the baby who the big fish, or I guess the other fish. Oh shit, hold on. This is the baby of the wife of the guy who lost his wife, right? Like the lady that left him. This is the baby. This is the baby that she has with the new guy. And the baby found out that he, that the other guy wants him deleted from existence. And he's like, you can't delete me. No. Ah. And he's crying and crying and crying about it. And this is their dog and he's really sad. 
I don't, I don't like this bitch. <laughs> okay. And now this is the daughter of the super rich guy who's trying to figure out who to fund in the war. And she's like, Daddy, um, I think I know how to figure out who to fund in the war. Um, I'm going to drink this magical potion that's going to tell me the future. And we're going to find out who's going to win. And so she's, that's what she's doing. That's what she's doing. And then this little guy appears right on her fingers. This is the oracle. And the oracle says, no one wins in war. Everybody loses. And that's the answer she gets. So she goes to tell her dog. And her dog is actually at the salon right now getting her hair done by, oh, who's that? It's the sister of the fish who turned into a human. But dog doesn't know that so she's just kind of telling her like oh my god like my owner she's telling me about how she like contacted an oracle and was trying to figure out like how the war is gonna end because her dad's trying to fund whoever's gonna win but then the oracle said that no one's gonna win because no one wins in war and like i don't know what to do because they really want to find out like who to fund and i think at this point they're just gonna take their chances and like see but at the same time they don't know if they should fund it at all because if nobody's gonna win then what if they lose a lot of money like maybe they can invest it in like bitcoin instead i don't know what's an nft you know like that sort of thing that's what she's kind of saying and the little girl is like, oh my god, I'm getting the tea. Like, this is important information that I can tell my brother so he can use it to get his wife back and win the war. So she's like listening in and like taking notes, writing it down and trying her best not to chop off the dog's hair out of anger. So that's what's going on there. This guy's crying because it's really emotional. So the little boy flies his bed kite over to his little sister along with this army that she has brought together to fight in the war. And they're like milking this cow and she's telling him what she heard from the dog at the salon. And he's like, no way, sis, the heck? Yeah. So now the rich guy is on the phone with another rich guy and he's like, hey, look, like, um, my daughter contacted the Oracle and this is what they said. Like, what am I supposed to do? I know you want me to fund the war because this guy is actually this guy's boss. I know you want me to fund the war and stuff, but it just doesn't seem like a good business move right now because it looks like no one's going to win. And what if everyone dies? Like, oh. so then they decide that they're actually going to fund a morgue because then they're going to invest in it. So that way for all the casualties in the war, they still make money because it's capitalist, um, uh, Anerita is what is where they live. Anerita. Um, and it's really capitalist there and really bad. Okay. So they decide they're going to clone themselves into teeny tiny clones so that they can, even if they fight in the war, the only people that die are their clones and their clones aren't sentient. So that's how they're going to try and win the war is by doing it that way. So they're trying, this is the side of the people who are trying to make it so that the guy who lost his wife doesn't win. The, the fish who turned into a human. These are the people who are trying to make sure he doesn't win. They don't actually really understand what's going on, partly because they're not sentient, but like even this entire guy's army, they don't really know what's going on. They're just kind of drafted because they're in the workforce and they don't really have a choice and they said that they'd pay for their college if they did. So that's what they're doing. So. 
And then this guy, this is the cook for the rich people. And he's like, look at this, I'm gonna cook that fish. He doesn't stand a chance. So then this, the fish boy, he's like, nope, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna play ring toss because it's all boiling up to this moment now and it's about to go down and I'm gonna get my wife back and I'm gonna delete her baby from existence. So they grab this giant beast and they're actually going to make this the big bad evil guy and he's going to fight the entire army backed up by their little army that they had together because they realize, okay, we don't have strength in numbers, but we can have strength in this guy. So that's what they're doing. <clears throat> but they accidentally fell asleep because they were so tired from planning everything. They just fell asleep and slept through the whole war. So in the end, nobody won. The end. And that was this fish, that fish, other fish, other fish. I hope you liked it. Okay, let's read another story. This is Kirby's Adventure. Disclaimer, I don't... Uh, own any rights to Kirby, and this is all make-believe, and I'm not affiliated with Nintendo or Kirby whatsoever, and, um, uh, this is all just for fun. This isn't even really Kirby. I don't know. I don't know what else to disclaim. I don't own this. I'm making it up. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Let's just read the story. Okay. Kirby's Adventure. Let's, let's rename him. I don't know. I don't know if that, that'll do it. It's... Curly. Curly's Adventures. Yay. Okay. This is actually a really heavy book. Okay. It's fine. We're going to figure it out. Okay. Let's start here. We're going to start in the middle because we want to get really into the drama. So this is Curly and he's, and he's just, what in the hell is he doing? Okay, I see. So a planet just exploded, but he was on that planet. So he's actually trying to survive and he's he decided, okay, I'm gonna use this ultra neutron mega car and I'm going to blast off at the same speed that the planet is exploding because that way the debris won't get me. So that's what he's doing. But then these baddies are over here like, no Kirby, I mean Curly, we're not gonna let that happen. We're gonna get you. And then Curly said, no, because I'm going to turn into a mech. And so he turns into a mech and stomps every motherfucker in there. Just fucking, oh, I was trying not to curse, but then I did it anyway. Just stomps all of them. And just stomp, 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 stomp. Look at that face. Look at that face. And now that he's all happy and good, this looks a little weird. Now, now he's angry because the planet that was, that exploded from the bad guys was his home planet. So he's like, no, bitch, no, I'm not going to let that happen. And this guy's like, whoa, Curly, calm down. It's okay. Like, we're going to figure it out. We will rebuild. But Curly said, no, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight for my planet to come back. And then, so then he does. He, he's like, I'm ready to go. But then... 
But then this guy's like, Curly, how do you expect to do that if the planet already exploded? There's really no one to fight. There's nothing to do. And he's like, no, I know a time traveler. And I know that the bad guys are keeping me from this time traveler that could make me go back in time and save my planet. And, and this is the time traveler. This is, well, no, this is the bad guy who knows the time traveler. And he's keeping the time traveler hostage. So Curly sets out on his adventure to go save the time traveler and get his planet back. There he goes. He's on his way. He's on his way and he ate a lot of cupcakes. He ate a lot of cupcakes. So he's zooming through space on his little air ride. He's zooming, 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 zooming through space on his little air ride to see if he can find where the time traveler is. But the problem is he doesn't even know where the time traveler He doesn't even know where the time traveler is, so he has to find him through a series of clues. So first he has to go to King DDD. And King DDD says, the clue is within my hammer. And so Kirby's like, okay, well, the only thing there is a star, so interesting and he gathers that clue then he goes to all he goes oh i know what happened okay no no, no. so he saw the star and the star let him zoom into an 8-bit world so he's in this 8-bit world and that's where the next clue is so he boop boop boops through the 8-bit world until he gets to this guy here and he says beauty is in the eye of the beholder Look within and you will find. And Kirby's like, all right, okay. So he looks within and he finds a fireball. So he's like, okay, it has something to do with fire. So he goes through this 8-bit world as it starts to modernize. Now there's color in it and all this stuff. And he's like, look, if I can time travel to the 8-bit world, I know I can time travel to before my planet was exploded. So he's like on his way there. And he makes it to this plaza and there's King Dedede again. And so he's like, oh, I get it. So he poofs a fireball at King Dedede and King Dedede's like, you did it. So I'm gonna give you the next clue. And the next clue is, icicles will make you spikesicles and then you will become yellow. And Kirby's like, what? Okay, so he, whoa. So he's like, okay, uh, yellow, there was fire, there was a star. So he's like, okay, I'm going to spit out this star and I'm going to become a fireball because in order to save the planet, I must become the planet and the planet burned up. So he becomes the planet and the holidays happen and they celebrate Christmas for a little bit. They kind of take a break from all that. And now, actually, no, this doesn't make any sense. These are too many little... We're going to skip ahead in the story a little bit. Okay, so after he became the planet and was reborn, these are all the different life cycles that he went through after he was reborn. All his different life cycles. Because in order to become the planet truly, he had to die as well and then come back to life and be realized over and over and over and over and over. So that's what he did. 
and he became the planet so many different times that eventually he just became molten rock. Until finally, he met the time traveler and they, and they busted through space and time together. They busted through space and time together. There he is, there they are together. And they defeated different bad guys. Here are all the different bad guys they defeated until they both became the planet to the point where they just became different types of UFOs and turned everyone else into yarn. All the baddies were turned into yarn. Punch, 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 defeated, punch, 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 defeated all the baddies. Jeez, give me a big line. <gasps> Became a mech again. Raced back to, oh, he raced so far back in time. Like he used the speed of like being this fast on this vehicle that he managed to travel back in time along with the time traveler's help. Kind of like in Back to the Future, they did like that. And he saved his planet. And these, these are little pictures, little snapshots of Kirby after he saved his planet. These are different settings from his planet. He's like, look, I got my planet back. So you, we got to document it. You got to see all the different beautiful parts of my planet. It's just so beautiful. And he wanted to share it with the world. And he lived happily ever after, big old fat, fat boy. And he even started a cafe on his new planet because he said it's time to slow down, you know. I've fought so many baddies and I've just lived such a fast life and it's time that I just settled down. So Curly and this guy got together. They opened a cafe. They lived in a nice little cottage in the woods. They settled down to live happily ever after. The end.